So what, we watch anime So what, we play League We're just having fun We don't care who sees So what, we stay in It don't bother me Living young, pale and nerdy Hello and welcome to the Read and Entertainment Podcast Episode 151 for June 3rd 2018. My name is Nathan Reen Spruth, and joining me this week, just a little bit, is Connor the Cyberpunk Monk Besh. Hello, Nathan! And Andrew Rowe McVane. McDonald's is currently using your location. Is it? Is it using my location? And Nathan's location. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, and, and yeah, we have a, a lot of stuff to t- cover this week, but first... What games have you guys been playing? Let's talk to Connor first. What games have you been playing? I know you've been playing Splinter Cell a little bit. Sure have. Beat the original Splinter Cell, and I skipped Pandora tomorrow, for just basically because it's not in my Steam inventory. Uh, and I started playing Chaos Theory. And golly gee willikers, I love this game. Is it is it really good? I know the knife is overpowered. The knife is overpowered. Uh, the game goes a lot faster. Uh, you're, they put a lot more perfect dark places in, especially if you're looking at the first one, which speeds it up a whole lot more. Right. Uh, more like to shoot. It's, I'm talking about a game that's like 10 years old now, so go play it if you never have. You'll, it's, it's worth it. It's $3. It's, uh, I think it's like 6 or $7 right now. On 6 Steam. or $7. It's seriously worth it. I have it somewhere. I ha- actually have the disc, and I never installed it. That's Never. So unfortunate. It came with well, like you don't you don't like those. Th- I will say Chaos Theory can be played a little more tactical commandoy. Yeah. Uh, or you know the way that you like to stealth in. St- not stealth. <laughs> That's right. I, nobody can catch you if nobody's left. I I I try to be stealthy and then I fuck it up and then just kill everyone. Yes, that is my my way of stealthing. Though surprisingly, I'm pretty decent at payday. So and doing the stealth missions on payday. Mm-hmm. Speaking um, of which, I've also been playing a decent amount of Payday 2 on Switch still. Why? It's so bad. I will say, it's only good if you like doing like solo stealth. Right. That right. being said, I love doing solo stealth. I, I like doing it in certain missions. Some missions are nigh impossible to do it on. Yeah, so. they, I, I'm hoping they do at least the AI update, but I wouldn't say buy it unless you like specifically doing solo stealth. Right, uh, like, right. Like I did Watch Dogs once, which is one of the missions where you're escorting cocaine out of a a truck, like yeah. made raid, and that one was pretty hard to do, even on uh, an easier difficulty, because it's basically just you and some some dumb dumb AI. I wish I had friends who would play Payday Two with me on computer. I I honestly don't remember if I have it installed or not. If I still have it installed from when I tried playing it on VR and it never worked. We could play sometime, Nathan. All I, right. I just uninstalled it yesterday. <laughs> mm, good move. Well, reinstall it, Aroa. I have been playing... I'm going to skip Aroa, and we're going to talk about his in just a minute, but I've been playing a okay. lot of State of Decay 2 with you guys, and that game is not very good, but it's fun. Yep. So glitchy. It's glitchy. Very, I, very glitchy. You weren't there, but I pulled my car out, of the parking my little parking lot in my house and it tapped another car and then did like three rolls and i was just like what the hell car 
and then landed on its uh in, on the roof of the car. So I was like, ah. So there's that. There's also other glitches. I haven't fallen through the world, but I've got stuck on things quite a bit. <laughs> I just posted a video today of you getting stuck under a car after like just barely tapping a rock. Yes. Pretty yes. goddamn funny. That was I, good. I feel like if your game has a button that uh, rewinds your location by like a minute or two, just in case you get stuck, that maybe, maybe that's a bad sign. Maybe. Yeah, that maybe. game is uh, a burning trash pile, but it's a fun burning trash pile. Yeah, I actually, I quite like it. I've been having fun with it. I also played a little bit of Xenosaga uh, 1 on the PlayStation 2. And I found a way to make a lot of money, so I did that for a while. I just made a lot of money. Playing, same, uh, same way you do in real life? Playing poker? Uh, I was going to go for like a prostitution joke, but nope. I see you're taken into a, a dark gambling place. Yes, no, actually, so what you do, apparently, uh, to make money is you go to the poker game that's built into the game, and you get a bunch of points that you can't actually spend... Like they don't, you don't convert them into money or anything, but if you buy items with those points, you can then sell those items for money. And so the way you make money is you just do that, that loop a bunch, you make a bunch of points and then you buy the items and then sell the items over and over and over again. So sounds like farming kind of, yeah, pretty much. That's all it is. Yeah. And those are the only games I played, really. I really need to start installing games on my computer. That would be handy. I what about you got a new computer last week? Uh, a couple weeks ago now, but yes, yes, I have a new computer, and it is oh fantastic. My God, this is boring. What about you, Aro? What games have you been playing? Yeah, exactly. Well, let me start with a quick PSA. Uh, if you get McNuggets very often at McDonald's, only eat them if they're fresh. No, there's that. Okay. But also, did you know that there is a sauce called a signature sauce? I didn't. Uh, that's I, I have a signature sauce, but I, I think it's probably different than what you're talking about. That was, uh, uh, it that was maybe a more similar than you might expect. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it contains mayonnaise, for one. Okay, okay. But yeah, I didn't know that this even existed, and I don't know where it came from. Oh. But... If you order in the mobile app, it lets you choose which sauce you want, and the top one is signature sauce. Wait, and wait, wait. Is... You use the app for McDonald's to order food? It's amazing! <laughs> it's so good, because you have so many options that you don't even know exist. It's already fast food, Oroa. And you can pay for it before you get there. You just pull up to the drive-thru and go, yeah, I've got mobile order KJ43. And they go, okay, pull around to the first window, honey. And then you pull around to the first window, and then they go, you paying the app already? And then, yep. And they poke a button, give you your receipt, and then you pull up to the next window. And it, then you it leave. It streamlines an already streamlined process. Yes. Um, I don't tend to eat at McDonald's very often, but I don't have their app either. So You can also... Now, I've only done this once because I felt like a huge asshole using it, but you can also push uh, the option for uh, for uh, pickup or whatever the hell it's called. But basically, you just park, and then they bring the food out to you. Oh, I'm sure they don't care. I assure sure they, you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, if anything, maybe it, it's a break from the line to them. 
Yeah. I don't know. But what I always hated was at when I worked fast food, people would go through the drive-thru and you'd give them all your all their food and stuff and be like, "Okay, have a great day." And then they would go park in the parking lot and eat their food. And I'm just like, "What the hell, guys? Why didn't you whatever?" So I I I have done that. You are a terrible human being. I've done that. <laughs> I've actually I, done that before too. Now I've I've <laughs> had people uh, where they order their food and then they'll just drive off, which is hilarious. <laughs> like they're just like, "Hey, Danny Carvey sketch." <laughs> yeah, they're like, "Hey, I want some uh, a couple cheeseburgers and some of those those crispy nugget things." All right, cool. And then they order the food, and they'll come to the window and pay the for the food. And then drive off. That's literally a Dana Carvey sketch. Yeah. And then like 10 minutes later, they come back and they're like, hey, I I totally forgot my food. <laughs> so that, that'll happen. Uh, we've I've also had people who live like 20, 30 miles out of town. And they'll call in and be like, hey, when I got home, my food was cold. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> really? All right, cool. Throw it in the microwave. Almost like paper bags aren't all that good insulators or something yeah surprising thanks so uh working anyway. fast food is really unusual have you played anything what games have you played besides the mobile app uh, video games i uh, played stardew valley uh, i saw that multiplayer some more that's a good time uh i got pissed off because one of the people that we were playing with uh decided to destroy Half of my half of my crop fields, and then killed a bunch of my children. Uh, we, I have a we have a slime hutch, and there are a lot of little baby slimes in there. He killed a bunch of my slimes. Who the so, hell is this? And why were you playing with him? Uh, it's it's Katie's brother. Um, oh, um, yeah. I don't know his real name, but uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I got I got quite upset about that. Uh, so I uh, started cheating. And I filled his house up with bear statues. Oh, oh, interesting. Yeah, um, yeah. That game, the game, the game's really fun uh, once you discover that mods exist. Uh, oh, it's not um, fun before that. It, it's it's fun for a while until you get into this this drudge loop of get up, harvest crops, sell everything, go to bed, basically. Yeah, so I had a friend in high school who was playing on his PlayStation 2, uh, one of the Harvest Moon games. And he was showing me, like, oh, yeah, this is what I do in the game. I just get up, I go and harvest stuff, and I plant some other stuff. And I'm like, this seems like the worst game I've ever seen in my life. It's, it's So the thing is, uh, the difference between Stardew Valley and Harvest Moon, with Stardew Valley... Once you complete all the community center stuff, there's there's no end game. There's nothing left to do. Yeah, you just keep keep doing what you're doing, right? Pretty much. That's lame. But I mean, to be fair, it's kind of the same thing with State of Decay. You just you try to get your community as as self sufficient as possible, and uh, then. Once you, you do, you you're do, you're done. Yep. You do know what happens when you're done, right? No. You go to a new territory and start all over. <laughs> but why? Because you're. Because you got. If I recall correctly, your people come back and like any skills that they mastered get additional modifications. 
Oh. I think. I don't know. You, you basically prestige the game, yeah. Oh, but but it's at least a new map, right? I yeah, don't know. I believe so. Okay, I, I it, believe so, yeah. Yeah. So See, I just told a friend that he should get this game and we play it, but uh I mean it's okay. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's fun playing with people and just kind of well worth the game pass yeah. subscription. Yeah, it's yeah. worth the ten dollars a month or I mean thirty dollars isn't bad for it either, to be honest. No. It's, it's not a done game. I wish it was a little more updated, but it's all mm-hmm. right. They had a twenty gig patch for it. They 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 released another game to patch it. <laughs> I wonder if they. Well, no, it's Unreal Engine. So I wonder what the hell they added. I have no idea. I was no gonna say, idea. If it was like a custom built engine. I could see it being like a payday situation where they have to replace, you know, half of the game <laughs> files to change yeah. one one string. Well, they did that with they did that with um one of the Assassin's Creed games too. Because they had to do like a seven gig patch or something like that because it was so broken and apparently the heads weren't rendering, but the eyes were. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was Unity. I played that. Yeah. I, I played that uh, pre-patch and yeah, it was awful. I bet. Awful post-patch too, but it, it was worse before. It, it ran. So let's move on to our stories unless you have more games you played. Uh, I played a little bit on my Conan Exile server. Oh and, right, yeah, that's been fun. How was that? Was it was it enjoyable? Yeah, uh, I can definitely see hitting hitting a wall in that game uh, pretty quickly, but we'll see. Um, I'm I've just got the server setting up. It's the Lucky Star Fan Club. If you ever want to participate, yeah. When I think of Conan and manliness, I think of Lucky Star. Me too. Exactly. Oh no, Earl can't make it today, so. It's just oh. us. Well, he should have been here 20 minutes ago. <laughs> I was going to say it's a little late. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a little late, but he, he at least messaged in the Discord that he wasn't going to be here. Anyway, let's talk about some stories. Who here is excited for Star Citizen? Eh. Eh. Who here is really excited to pay lots of money for Star Citizen? Eh. Okay, so thanks for thanks for helping me with that. You guys are the worst. So, eh. one of the major complaints that Star Citizen has had over the last how, how many, five years, that eight six years it's been in development, was that you basically are paying for things that don't exist yet. So you're they're like, oh, you can buy this ship, but we're not actually going to have you be able to use it. Until the game's released, or until we get it modeled, blah, 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 blah. Well, I know people have spent... I don't know people who have spent this much money, but I know there are people who have spent thousands upon thousands of dollars in Star Citizen. And so Star Citizen is catering to those fans by offering a ship pass. And that ship pass will allow you to have pretty much every ship in the game when it releases. The only sticker is apparently it costs $27,000 for that ship pass. That is a little bit of money. I don't know if... Do you guys have $27,000 just hanging around? I know that Connor has over $100,000 of debt, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. You're welcome. Um gonna go uh gonna go vomit real quick <laughs> so 
what do you guys think about this ship pass? I personally think it's stupid, but on the other hand, I kind of don't care. Star right. Citizen is actually a, a Ponzi scheme or something, isn't it? That's what people are saying. That's what people are trying to say. It's like it's like Social Security. It's a Ponzi scheme. Um, that was that was a lie. I, I like Social Security. Anyway, <laughs> so the funny thing about this ship pass, though, is also you can't see like we can't go in there and see what ships are for sale in the twenty seven thousand dollars ship pass. You have to pay a thousand dollars just to see what ships are available. Yeah, so, this whole thing seems like it's just one big pedigree grab. Like you, it's it's marketed for the elites slash suckers. Yeah, and this is for me at least. I know that they keep saying in the game you'll be able to purchase every single ship with just earning money in the game. However, that is a lot of money to pay. $27,000 to pay. Yeah, $27,000. That's more than I got in my bank account right now. A little bit more. Like EVE Online, isn't it? We're like, yeah, of course you can play the game for free as long as you, you know, become a slave. Pretty much. And this is your life now. Feed your addiction. Get your e-crack. And it'll take so much time to just get one ship. It'll take a ton of time. Imagine trying to get all of the ships that are available in that $27,000 pack that we don't know what's available because we don't have $1,000 to spend on a single video game. Because the now, thing is, at, at the same time, if they, if they didn't make it that way, if they didn't make it to where it was really, really fucking hard to get these ships once the game came out, then it would it would honestly be unfair to the people that paid tens of thousands of dollars for these fucking groups of polygons and textures. That's true, which is why I think, honestly, um, and I know that their whole business model is selling ships, so I get it why they keep doing things like this. However, I, I think that if I were making the game, because they made a ton of money... On their Kickstarter, they have lots and lots of money right now. I would, I don't know, have like three packs all around the same price. Uh, and you could pick like different ships that are, are like this ship is good for fighting. And this is a cargo ship. Uh, all the other ships you have to earn in game. But that's that's coming from a, I'm a, I'm a gamer. I'm not a businessman. I understand that their business model is something that they have to stick to so that, you know, I'm sure there are people that are buying this $27,000 pack. Uh, they wouldn't they wouldn't re- release something like this if they didn't think people would buy it. Exactly. Uh, so there are probably people who have, have picked this up and are going to be super happy with it. But as a gamer, I would like everyone to be on an even playing field when they start. The problem is, with stuff like this and with being able to purchase ships you're not going to be able to start on an even playing field. Yeah. At the same time, though, it depending on how they want to do the universe, maybe you could you could kind of argue for, and a lot of this is me playing devil's advocate, but right, you could right. make the argument that if you have established elites already in the game, it makes the game world that much richer and more I, believable. And And I could see that because, like, 
All right, let's talk about real life for a second. There are people who start off life, and I'm going to use a word that I don't want to use. There are a lot of people who are more privileged than others in real life. I think I just made Oroa die. I'm sorry. I I'm sorry. hear him being triggered. I know. <laughs> no, it's okay. You can go to your safe space, Oroa. Uh, you can work for everything. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing stopping you is your own will and not your skin color. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that type of privilege. I'm talking about like the Waltons. If you're born into the Walton family, uh, you're going to have a million dollars. Yeah, you're going to have a lot more opportunity than somebody who was born to drug addict parents who don't have money. So that would that kind of makes sense to me in this game world because there are going to be people in there who because they they have money in the real world, they're going to be able to uh have more things in the game world, which kind of makes sense if you look at it that way. However, I still think I would still like everyone to be uh, communist and start out with the same even playing field. And if they were going to let you buy this stuff with with real money anyway in the full game, then why not just let them get the head start? Like, yeah, because otherwise they're just going to go in and immediately buy everything anyway. Yeah. So these are people that can afford to drop twenty seven thousand dollars on a fucking video game. So they now, obviously don't have anything better to do with their money. Yeah. Now. That being said, with all that negativity being said, I'm still going to get it when it comes out. I, I mean, I'll, I'm I'm struggling to. I know. It's like every week. It's like it's just <laughs> harder and harder to justify getting this video game. Uh, well, I, I just like like I'm struggling to stay positive. And yeah. At least say that maybe it'll be a good game. Once yeah. It's out. And it I just come out. And I just really want something like Star Citizen. And I know that this is probably at like this is a once in a decade game that it's something I wanted from since I was a child to be able to just like live in this completely virtual world or or universe where I can fly to different planets and then st- like they want to do it so you can seamlessly switch from flying the plane to getting out and doing like actual combat. Like it is exactly what I wanted when I was a kid. And now they're coming out with it from the stuff that I've seen. It looks like they're, they're doing an all right job at making that a reality. Yeah. It's going to take a while, I think, because it's still janky as hell. Yeah. Right. Right. But yeah, a lot of people have wanted that have wanted the the ultimate space sim kind of they wanted they want elite dangerous like to the max though right right because elite dangerous is fun however it for me it feels a bit samey like you just you go pick up missions you do those missions and that's really it like you fly around in space sometimes you land on a on a planet and drive your little dune buggy around but it's not that engaging for me. Well, actually, you know, you know, it is better probably to compare it to EVE Online. Oh, I yeah. Think, I think there are people who want EVE Online, but without it being a management sim and being more of an involved game. Right. Uh, combining like the squadron, whatever the hell it was called, that they that they shuttered eventually 
wanting it to be something more like that combined with what we already have with EVE Online combined with uh, Valkyrie. Like, just, just shoving all those things together. Right, right. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I really... I hope I enjoy uh, Star Citizen when it comes out, and I will get it when it comes out, but I'm definitely not going to buy the $1,000 ships or the $27,000 pack. I am going to buy the 45 or $60 entry-level ship and go from there, because... There is no way I'm spending $27,000 on a video game. If I had $27,000, you know what I would do? I would pay off half of my student loans. That's what I would do. I would pay off a little less than a quarter of my student loans. <laughs> yeah. uh, don't don't go to college, kids. It's, no, it's a waste it's of money. Scam. Um, if you're going into an IT-related field or programming, teach yourself and get certifications. Unless... You want to be a data scientist or something. Yeah. In which yeah if you want to do anything with AI, you got to have a degree. Yeah. I didn't find this out until uh, until much later into my ever-increasing debt. <laughs> yes. Oh, Are you... God. Somebody help me. Yeah, please. Uh, this is the, the Reeton and Connor Begacast. Please pay off our student loans. Alms for the poor. <laughs> anyway, we're moving on. We're moving on to something much more nostalgic. Mega Man 11. Who's excited Ooh. for Mega Man? Any anybody? I love Mega Man. Yeah, Although Mega I don't Man love this my, I don't love okay. this price. But I love the game. The uh, games. Oh. It's, it's 30 bucks. What 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 do you complain about for 30 bucks? That's not bad. I think it should be 20. Yeah? Yeah. I think well, it's it's a side scrolling platformer and it's it's Mega Man. They're not going to change the formula very much. It's true they're not. It does look pretty though. Yeah. If you do, if you if you grab the Nintendo Switch Collector's Edition of the game through GameStop, you'll get an exclusive Mega Man Amiibo, Aroa. Yeah. Uh, it's sixty dollars though. Oh, is it? Ugh. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so this is the first Mega Man game in eight years, which the last one was Mega Man 10, Ten. which was for the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, I think. Yep. Um, and it's funny because it's uh, get, it, they're talking about Mighty Number no. 9 here, um, but I don't think Mighty Number no. 9 really has that much to do with, with Mega Man, like at all. So I'm really excited for Mega Man, I'll probably get it. Though, I am going to wait and see the reviews on the Switch before I fig- before I decide which platform to get it on. Because, uh, like, I could get it on PC, which is great, but it's also coming out for Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and Switch. I would want to get it on the Switch in case I travel somewhere. However, as Connor and I have noted, uh, ports to the Switch haven't been going very well. Right, Connor? I don't want to say that. I've only had a couple of bad games. Like Payday? Payday isn't a bad game. It's just a game that needs some updates. Uh, and what, so, what was the other one? South Park was a bad port. Don't yeah, buy South Park on the um, Switch. WWE 2K18 was not a very good port. Well, it's a wrestling game. I, I honestly didn't have much faith in it anyways. Well, I, I don't even mean game, like, whether you like or, or dislike 
wrestling Right, I games. understand you're saying it's a quality of port. I'm just saying right. people who like wrestling, who are named Nathan Reed and Spruth, they're dummies. You're a dummy, Nathan. But I like wrestling games. They're fun. What other games are bad for the Switch, Nathan? Um, uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. That's incorrect. Oh, right, yeah. Um, I'm sure there are other games that have been poorly ported over. Um, yeah, probably. Like the, the, I, I, I get a little bummed when I look at the, the Switch eShop. Well, I was going to say... Look, they, it needs some quality control. I was going to say the virtual console doesn't even work. Ha! Right. And it took, and it took, a, it took a, a, a moment to get it. No, no it was, it was that's just... Called, that's called timing. Oh, right. timing! Uh, yeah, so yeah, very like, excited. Like water. Yeah, that, who's like going to be who's going to be getting Mega Man Eleven? Not me. Why not? Do you not like Mega Man? No, I'm I'm bad at Mega Man. Okay, so Connor, because you're actually good at video games. What I'm okay video games? What, I'm not going to get Mega Man Eleven. Not going to get the Mega Man collections. I am going to be getting the Mega Man X thing whenever that happens, though. Oh, Mega Man X okay. is a vastly superior game. Oh, okay. So let's move I'm on. One of those guys. And we'll talk about active shooters, Dev. So active shooter, what correct me if I'm wrong, I'm sure Rowan knows a little bit more about this than I do. Active shooter was a game where you, there's a school shooting going on, and you're going in as a SWAT team to take out the person doing the school shooting. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Or you could be the active shooter. Right. Or, you could also go full yeah. on no Russian. On well, well yeah, yeah. I was going to say you could go in and actually, instead of stopping the active shooter, actually shoot people yourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently that caused a little bit of controversy. And so they, Steam has removed all of the that dev who made the game removed all of the video games off of Steam. So it was a game scheduled to be Active Shooter was a game scheduled to be released next week, which yeah, would still be next week. Uh so after the fourth. In said game you took role of a SWAT team member trying to stop an active shooter. You could also turn your gun, blah blah blah. Today, Revived Games entire catalog disappeared from Steam's forefront. Storefront, sorry. Uh, according to a report from Kotaku, Valve had previous dealings with the man responsible for such titles as White Power, Pure Voltage, uh, Tide Pod Challenge, and the aforementioned Active Shooter. A representative from Valve called, told Kotaku, the developer and publisher is, in fact, a person calling himself Ada Buried? I don't know. There we go. Who had previously removed last? They had previously removed last fall when he was operating as BC Interactive and Elusive Team. The representative then went on to detail how he had a history of being a troll and abusing customers on Steam forums. He had also been caught using review manipulation along with improperly uh, using copyrighted materials in his titles. Oh, so, oh, really? Using copyrighted material in his titles. That's grounds for you to remove a game from Steam. How yeah. about? Really? Really? Then why why are there so many games on Steam? Yeah. Because there's a lot of those. 
Yeah, please don't burp. We are I'm not sorry. we are not going to do business with people who act like this towards our customers or Valve. So it wasn't removed for being controversial. It was removed because of copywritten materials. And the guy's kind of a jerk. Well so, it was it, yeah, it was it was removed because they had already removed him previously and he was basically band dodging. Right, which makes sense. So I think this is grounds for the the Reed Entertainment revival of Act No. No, we will no. not will not be making that game. Sorry. So I will say regardless if your game has you shooting up a school or doing whatever, part of me is like, hey, games are art. And you know, don't censor art for whatever reason. Yeah. But on the other hand, this guy has repeatedly been an asshole and his games are created specifically to cite outrage and riot. Right. And as much as I love madness and chaos, I don't really want it on a formal sense. Come on, don't don't be don't be an so, asshole. So, so I need to I need to talk to you about this and I I'm gonna get a little political here. As I as the running joke As we as we seem to do all the goddamn But time. but this isn't this isn't really political. Uh it's just stupid. So I don't know if either of you have been keeping up, but uh, the Republicans have decided another way to stop mass shoot or uh, school shootings. Did you guys read about this? You is, is it outlawing doors? No, 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 no. It's even dumber. I know, I know. It's amazing. So what? So their idea is that apparently they have a water cannon, and what the water cannon is is you basically load up a jug of water. And then you shoot it out of a cannon. And so their idea was that you take this water cannon and if there are children that are trapped in the, in the, the room, they can then go and, you know, they can't go out in the hallway because if, if they go in the hallway, they could put themselves at risk. And so these people, the SWAT team, will take this cannon and blow a hole in the wall of the... <laughs> So Good luck to everyone else on the other side of this brick wall. <laughs> and I'm not even the, the sad thing is I'm not making this up. So so what is the difference between that and just a straight up breach and clear scenario? There's, like, there's not a difference. What's the difference between that and just blowing up the fucking wall? Because I will say water and you know, a pressure cooker or whatever you want to use for that is going to be a lot cheaper than C4. That's true. That's, okay. That's true. It's the economic model for destroying the United States citizens. I mean, if it'll fucking blow through a wall, it'll also blow through an entire room of children. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I don't think we need Mythbusters to confirm that. <laughs> yeah. With a goddamn cannon of anything is a bad idea. And, and so their idea was, and then they're also like, well, we could use this at the person with the gun. Like at the yeah, shooter, treat the, treat the active shooter like a civil rights protester. Let's do that. Well, well, and I was like, okay, here's the thing, though. If you would have to know where the shooter was, <laughs> you would have to line up the cannon, and then you would have to hope that he walked by where you were going, <laughs> or get him to stand still long enough that you could line up the cannon so you could shoot him with this water jug. Or you just fucking shoot him. Yeah. Like at that point, just shoot him. Like, so, so what I, are you doing? I, I want if if they do release um, active shooter back onto Steam, I think that they should include water cannons. 
There you, you go. Should... Or, uh, or, or just do it the Spielberg way and replace it just with a walkie-talkie. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't know Any what that kind means. of censorship. It's... God, you're, you're an idiot. What? How? How? I don't know what you're re- referring to. I don't know what you're referring to either. When, uh, when Spielberg re-released, uh, what was it, E.T., they replaced some, I think it was shotguns, they replaced them with radios to make them more uh, PC. Oh, okay. So what I'm saying is when you sent you this game and you replace it with a radio or something like that, you're doing it the Spielberg way. Or, you know, just put it with a water cannon. You know, we'll have walk- people walking around with goddamn Nerf guns. It's not going to make the message of the game any worse is the message I'm saying. You're still shooting up a school, regardless if you're doing it with a water cannon or with, you know, an AR-15. What if, right. What, what if the goal got somebody... somebody so many... Gotta, somebody's got to make a parody game. That's what that. I was thinking. I was thinking, I was thinking like, you show up at a school and you just start shooting all the kids with, like, with like a water gun or something. And school they, shooter like, super soaker. Like, instead, of, <laughs> instead of screaming, they're, they're just, like, giggling. <laughs> like, yeah. So, like, so I, I was just thinking, um, this is, like, kind of how I react in video games. Which is probably not the best way to treat people's lives because, like, when we were playing State of Decay, I was like, oh, that person needs help. And I threw a Molotov at them. Yeah. And then they died. Yeah. <laughs> Which is exactly what you don't want to do. So, probably. Also, another thing I was thinking of how much damage would that cause to the school? How many millions of dollars would that cause if you fired a cannon into a school? I'm yeah, just thinking it, like collateral damage. Well, like people, obviously. Right. But... We'll, we'll stop a shooter by killing all the kids. Yes. If the shooter if will walk in and be like, "Shooter oh, can't f- shoot anybody if everyone's already dead." Right. We're, yeah. we're thinking in uh, we're thinking in 3018 over here. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this game probably would have sucked anyway. I'm just I'm just throwing that out there. The game will probably would have been really really bad. Yeah, I so, don't think any of these the the games this other guy made the the Ku Klux Klan White Lightning one or whatever. I don't think they were any good. Yeah. White hey, Lightning. remember when Pokemon games were good? I do remember when Pokemon games were good. Yeah. So I apparently, I was dull enough to think Pokemon was good. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're awful. So they, apparently they don't remember because the joke for the longest time is that they never change Pokemon games. Um. And now they're changing Pokemon games, and they look terrible. So, did you? Did either of you watch these uh, Pokemon trailers that they came out with? Yes, I did, uh, and I'm not actually sure what you mean by they look terrible. They uh, they both kind of got their own style going on. Yeah, that's what I said. So, one of them is a a remake. There's gonna it's gonna be Let's Go Pikachu, and Let's Go Eevee, which are apparently remakes of pokemon yellow which i would have been fine with if they would have just left it at that like okay we're remaking pokemon yellow it's gonna have better graphics blah 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 but it appears there are no random battles um so all you do is when you run into a pokemon you catch them with kind of a pokemon go-esque catching theme where you actually take your wrist and throw the pokeball and then there are battles, but they're only trainer battles. 
And that's kind of annoying because it's not an it's not a traditional Pokemon game. Yeah. And then so wait, wait, let me get this straight. So your complaint is that it's not like other Pokemon games. Yes. Right. That thing that people have been talking about doing for the last fifteen years. No, 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 no. I I really I like I I have always been on the firm side of if it works, uh, that's great. Upgrade it, but don't try to fix it. I don't know. I I'm watching the trailer for this right now. Okay. And like. And and. I mean, if, while I'm, he's coming up with I'm an not, opinion, I'm not that upset. Well, you also don't like Pokemon that much. Exactly. <laughs> but I do. And I think that I just wanted all I want is just a normal Pokemon game. You know that they are on still a console. Doing that, right? And that's and yeah. that's what they said. They said that they are going to be releasing uh, still going to be releasing a traditional Pokemon game at some point. 2019. But I. I don't know, man. I I just want that traditional Pokemon game. I and the other game looks awful. I, uh, I think like that looks, looks objectively bad. Uh, I think punk. this looks really neat. Honestly, I really like the the how it goes together with Pokemon Go. Um, I, I I'm do, not against I, this idea at all. Actually, I like the way of it's a way of it looks like it lets you trade Pokemon in Pokemon Go with, like, other players? which is uh, Up to Pokemon Gen 1, I think. Yeah. I like it because a lot of kids are going to be able to play through Pokemon Red, Blue, Flash, Yellow. Like, they're going to be able to get that experience without having to go through the, the grind that is those games. I know yeah, they remade it's... them not too long ago, but A, I don't think they're on the, port- the, the, the virtual console. B, the virtual console will soon no longer be a thing. And C, I don't think kids these days have patience for the old school Pokemon games. You had to like grind and shit back then. I love. Uh, I grinding recently played games. through Sun and Moon, and it's it, it holds your hand a bit. It's it's a different experience. Yeah, I uh, never. The fact I've... that we're making it easier for people to go back and enjoy the the original in you know a way that might ne- necessarily scare away new people, I'm all for that. I started playing. Uh, I just started Sun, but I haven't actually played it at all. Um, I just I just tested to see if it worked, and then I quit it. So and it's still just Pokemon, like Sun, Sun and Moon. They're still just Pokemon games. Yeah, but I I think this is I think this is a really good idea because it it helps people like me who were like I like the Pokemon franchise a lot, but I do you hate RPGs? I, yeah, I fucking hate the grind and the repetitiveness to that. And the fact that, like, if you want to be competitive in and against other people who give a shit about the games, then you've got to fucking EV train all your character, or all, uh, yeah, all your all your Pokemon. Yeah, and, I've never like, been that guy. And that's why, yeah, if and, I, and I hate that shit. Yeah, that's why if I ever win the lottery and win millions of dollars, I'm gonna hire you as my RPG reviewer. I'm gonna give you games like Persona Five to review. Mm-hmm. So, well, why wouldn't you make him review a good game? Ah, <laughs> uh, Persona Five is a good game. Hey, that's a wrong and, opinion. And like the a lot of it, I, I think also is that people aren't playing Pokemon Go as much anymore. For you know, it, yeah, because it's the, the it, hype is dead. It wore it's, off pretty quickly. 
Yeah. And this is a good way to get people to either come back to it or the people who are already into it to stay engaged. They also, I'm sure there are a lot of people like me who got a switch and like one of the major things that I know I missed about the 3ds versus the switch is uh street pass and just oh, yeah. any what i agree go on oh yeah like like having having it to where it it has a purpose behind being portable and in having anything like that where where you can affect your game just by living your daily life i think that that's really compelling and this leans towards that a little bit that you can you can upgrade your pokemon and, and do stuff with your with your pokemon from from go on this thing while you're at home or while you're at the at the the coffee shop or riding a bus or whatever and then if you still play pokemon go you can go around and still catch more pokemon and do all that or you can you know transfer in between like i think that is a fantastic idea uh, that- it's just obviously not for the hardcore fans who want another Pokemon game. Yeah, it's not. It's not for me who wants just a normal Pokemon game. Yeah. Really and... did bring something up that makes me. Uh, I've had similar thoughts about this. You mentioned you want that portable aspect, as do I. I'm still a little bummed that the Switch also doesn't have some sort of spot patches here. However, Nintendo is investing very heavily right now in their mobile market. That's not a decision I agree with, but it's a decision that they most certainly are doing. If you look at the uh, the, the Animal Crossing game, the Mario Run game, they're making like legitimately high-priced apps for phones that they, I mean, I don't think they're good, but I I have a feeling as Nintendo goes down the line, we're going to be seeing more and more games that are connecting with the Switch and our smartphones. Yeah, I could see that. But also, I do want to note that they're also bringing out a new controller for the Switch. Are they? Yeah, that Pokemon. Yeah. Oh, the, the Pokeball Plus? That's That's not a controller for the Switch. That's a controller for the game. Well, yeah, it's for the Switch. It, for it, the it, game. And you could also yeah. use it with Pokemon Go, apparently. Like Pokemon Go, yeah. Pokemon Go, I mean. Um, uh, you, you could play the game without turning your phone on as long as it's all, matched. All it is is a Pokeball with a thumbstick, and a and you can click in the thumbstick. That's it. It also has an LED and a top button uh-huh. and uh, a support ring, it looks like, which I think is so... When you throw your uh, when you throw your controller to catch something, you don't accidentally throw the controller halfway across the room. Yes, but I will definitely not be getting the Pokeball controller because. No. Uh, but their their whole point of this game is that you can play it with one hand, so it's perfect for the furries out there. Um, <sighs> Jesus, <laughs> I will say I, uh, if you watch the video where they introduced the co op, I did think it was weird that they were playing with both controllers in the right hand. Like if yes. you look at a uh, a Joy-Con, they're really obviously designed one for the right hand, one for the left one. Right. It just it threw me off a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Co-op I can see Pokemon that. sounds cool too. I hope if that's successful that they bring that to the later games. I Maybe they'll do it like State of Decay two, where you could just you know join in on the fly. Right, and they want apparently the original State of Decay, you weren't able to do that, so that was that was a nice upgrade, and hopefully they will allow more multiplayer stuff. In the future. Speaking of single player games, which are probably going to have multiplayer in them, Fallout 76 was announced. Fallout. Take me home. Fallout 76. Do you like Fallout Aroa? Yeah. Oh, I I was going to ask if you hate everything. No. So, 
they had a huge stream. I don't know how long the stream was on, but it was on for quite a few hours. I think Bef- it was 24 hours before they, they did the, the interruption and reveal. Yeah, yeah bef- yep. and... And so they did, it's going to be for PC, PS4, and Xbox One, obviously. And they're going to, there's not much revealed in this. Except for it's going to be based on Vault 76, which I believe is the first vault to be opened. Um, is, is that correct, Connor? You know more about Fallout than I do. I believe that's correct. I yeah. know uh, Vault 76 was, it was like one of the test vaults. It was one of the, what the hell do you call that when you control have uh, okay, yeah, yeah. It was a control group? That's so, exactly what it was. So, for listeners who may have not heard us talk about this before, basically, the vaults, everyone goes into a vault when the nuke drops. Not everyone, but there's people that go into vaults when the nukes drop. And a lot of the vaults were like guinea pigs. They were like test subjects. So um, the first vault that you you see in Fallout 1, the original, was programmed to have the water chip fail. And so then you have to go find a water chip. And then there's other vaults where like one of them is that every single year they have to sacrifice somebody to so that like this lethal gas won't be injected. And then eventually they decide not to kill somebody after like four of them are remaining. And they're like, oh, you passed. You didn't kill your friend. We're not actually going to kill you all. Hey, and, I, I do love talking about vaults, but it is a little off topic right now. But well, I'm just saying, so vault 76. It was a control uh, vault. There it's a control no vault. So there's no, yeah, there's no experiments, nothing like that. And it's supposed to be released. From what I understand, it's the first one that's actually open for you to go out into the wasteland. And so that's where they're starting from. I have also but, heard so rumors. The, the, the idea is uh, with this is supposed to be that you're just some guy that decided that you weren't going to leave the vault when everybody else did. No, but you are. You just fall back and pretend to be the overseer when everyone else leaves. Yeah, you're that, like, ah, it's is, my vault. That is a, that uh-huh, is a thing I'm that the I read. Now. Oh, it, yeah, oh, it that, oh, really? That everybody else left, and then you stayed in the vault for another 10 years after that. Just hanging out? Yeah, for some reason. No, and you well, practiced Don Denver's 1971 hit, Take Me Home Country Roads, for 10 years straight. It's true. It's true. So he wanted the to day when they were ready to make the Fallout seventy six release trailer. He wanted or, to know, trailer if you don't have a speech impediment. He, he can nail it on the first go. He wanted to perfect the the song before he left, and he was he really really liked playing that uh, one karaoke dancing game on the Wii. Oh yeah, that song on it. Uh, he just he just really just wanted to play that for another ten years. He got the high score, and then he said his initials as ASS. And he uh, laughed. No one else was left in the vault to laugh. But no, no, yeah. So there's also been rumors that Vault 70, Fallout 76 is going to be a multiplayer game. Yes. So it will... It, and they, they're also saying it's going to be more of a survival game and less of an RPG. So... I don't know if uh, obviously this is all conjecture at this point, um, but we'll find out more probably 
When is E3? Happen. Is that in like, like two weeks? Uh, yeah, in the middle, right? Two, it's two weeks in a day, I think. Yeah, so it's it's like not next week, but the week after we'll probably be talking about it. So I mean, I'm sure I'm sure we're going to be talking a lot more about E3 stuff. For some reason, everything in its grandmother's been leaked this year, but well, that happens every year now. Right. So, so I guess it's how you build hype nowadays. Right. So I, I will say I'll respond to this the exact same way I respond to every other teaser, and that I don't give a fuck. You Building do. hype or I don't I don't tell but me you anything like Fallout. about the game. You like Fallout. I, I yeah, do. I, I will say based on what I've seen, I don't care about Fallout seventy six yet. I have people true. who are legit I, I know people who are legitimately angry about it based on rumor and speculation alone. There's I just, yeah. I'm I have nothing to be attached to with this game other than that I kind of love Take Me Home Mountain Road. It's it's great and it's appropriate for the video. Yeah. And that that's the that's all that's the only connection I have with it. Anything else that's just a genre I like, I guess. Right. And I'm a little excited for it just because I like Fallout, but Fallout 4 wasn't very good. No, no, it was not. It was a great game, just not a good Fallout game. Yeah, and I... It's good in VR. I haven't played it in VR, so, man. Nah. You really anyway. should play it in VR. I never really got it to work in VR. and I, To be fair, I was one of the early players, but I'm not sure how much they fixed that with patches, but I'd say it was unplayable. And I Is that they did, they did a lot after, uh, with... Uh, with a couple of patches after release, because yeah, it, it I will agree it, it was really bad. Initially. I refunded it if you know if, if it's on sale, I'll pick it up. Uh, maybe uh, maybe it's on the high C. So so Fallout Fallout seventy six. My theory is it's going to be State of Decay. That's all it's going to be. State of yeah, Decay two. I, I bet it'll it's be gonna something be, like that. It's, it's going to be the Fallout shelter, but it's the part where you're not in the vault managing, but you're out scavenging. Oh, okay, perfect. So Which anyway. Is, it is State of Decay. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, I thank you guys for being here. Where can we find you, Aroa? Uh, Holy um, shit. Microsoft is said to have agreed to acquire coding site GitHub. Wait, they actually did it? For, for $2 billion, right? Uh, $2 billion. Oh, it was valued at $2 billion in 2015. I thought Microsoft they were just in discussions. To acquire GitHub, a code repository uh, company popular with many software developers, and could announce the deal as soon as Monday, according to people familiar oh, with the matter. No. GitHub preferred selling the company to going public and chose Microsoft particularly, uh, partially because it was impressed by the CEO, uh, Satya Nadella. I remember that guy. Uh, he says that one of the people who asked not to be identified discussing private information. Uh, terms of the agreement weren't known on Sunday, and GitHub was last valued at $2 billion in 2015, as I said earlier. Acquisition provides a way forward for San Francisco-based GitHub, which has been trying for nine months to find a new CEO and is yet to make a profit from its popular service that allows its coders to share and collaborate on their work. It also helps Microsoft, which is increasingly relying on open-source software, to add programming tools and tie up with a company that's become a key part of the way that Microsoft writes its own software. Uh, Frank Shaw, spokesperson for Microsoft, declined to comment. GitHub didn't return an email seeking requests for comment. So we still don't know. Uh, probably tomorrow we will know. Okay. It sounds like it's happening though, and the rest cool. of this is literally it just would, a rundown it would on make GitHub a, for idiots. It, it would, would make, make a sense. Ton of sense since yeah. uh, Microsoft shuttered their own code repository site. Uh, I will a while say, back. Uh, just as someone who uses a, a whole lot of uh, Visual Studios. It, it syncs up with GitHub so easy, and I almost prefer the GUI to doing it by Bash. That, that's what I was going to say, is that uh, I bet this means that the already pretty good integration is only going to get better now, now if they own them. Hey, Nathan, aren't you, uh, aren't you affiliated with Green Man Gaming? Yes. 
It's funny, we were talking about VR. 25% off all games on Green Man Gaming, including VR titles. Ooh. Ooh. I'll, yes. Uh, oh, my, my phone just restarted from that. Um, <laughs> it's your, listening to me. Your ooh made it come so hard. <laughs> I had to, that I had to uh, restart. Anyway, uh, I do have an affiliate link. You can find that on my Twitter bio. Um, you can find that at Reeton on Twitter. You can also find me at Reeton Entertainment or Reeton on YouTube. You can find me at Reeton on Mixer as well. Uh, my website is ReetonEntertainment.com. Uh, Oroa, where can we find you online? I got the Twitter, Oroa. I got the the YouTube, Oroa1337. Uh, I'm on Twitch, also Oroa1337. I'm using Restream because it turns out that using Restream is a lot easier than uh, than trying to stream to two different locations. It really is. And it's, and it's really, really uh, less taxing on your uh, on your your internet connection to do so. And computer. Yeah. Restream yeah. is the, the one-to-many feature, yeah. right? Yeah. Because I'm also streaming to Mixer again so that uh, I can ride on Nathan's coattails. You're welcome. Ah. You're welcome. Yeah, uh, I heard you guys got a whole bunch of followers the other day. We did. We did. It was yeah, awesome. And everybody liked me. <laughs> That's true. They're like, your friend's funny. I'm like, shut up. I'm funny too. <laughs> <laughs> um, But yes. And then Connor, where can we find you? You can find me at Twitter, cyberpunk underscore monk. I'll be honest. We're getting a website for the other thing. The, uh, the role mongers thing. I haven't had the time to look into it. As soon as, as soon as I got everything up and running, I'll start hosting information for that. You know, if any of you people care. I don't. Yeah, I, know I don't care. Not even a little bit. No. Anyway. I, I have such good friends. You really do. So uh, I want to thank you both for being here. I will talk to both of you next week where I'm sure we will have zero stories to talk about because it's a week before E3. So, yeah, so tune in gonna next week talk to find about out all of the, the leaks that everyone else already knows about. Yeah. We're not going to what? We're not going to talk about WWDC or anything. Oh, yeah, WWDC is going on. I forgot about that. We got something to talk about next week. Woo! Um, All right, so I will see you guys next week, and uh, bye. 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 Forever.